Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here. For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Dusty, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 podcast. You and did it again. <laughs> we're not going there. I'm <laughs> just saying. I am going to double down and say uh, happy Star Wars Day again. May the 4th be with you. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my beautiful wife, Kelly. Oh, you sounded like that was a chore, though. I had to make sure I knew where I was going. Mm. I just... uh. You didn't really sell it. I needed to satisfy your the your contractual need for, obligation. Right, exactly. So uh, you didn't sell it though, so I'm not really sure it counts. Well, your beauty goes beyond that of Padme, Leia, and Ray combined. Mm, no, it's like too much. Too much. Yeah. That's over the top. You got to land somewhere in the middle there. Okay, you're you're not Jabba. Oh, well, I was gonna say you're prettier than Chewbacca. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Chewbacca has got gorgeous hair. So I was gonna like, say. Not quite as hairy as Chewbacca. Not quite as hairy. <laughs> Pretty hairy, but not quite as hairy. Oh, yes. So, minute 98. That's where we're at. That's what we're here degrees. for. Twister minute 98. How many days do you think it would take you to eat a pack of Klondike bars? How many are in a pack? Is it I think, four? I think it's six or eight. Oh, it's that many? Yeah. How many days? Like, well, is it like a challenge? You're no, saying? no, I'm <laughs> saying like some background. Okay. My mom and I, when there were thunderstorms, we used to, at the house I grew up in, you used to be able to like see the thunderstorms really far into the distance after they had already passed. If you sat out on our back deck, it could be clear skies, starry night above you, and you would still see lightning off in the distance for hours and hours and hours. So we used to sit out on the back porch in the summer after a storm had gone by, and we would eat a Klondike bar and play Scrabble. You know, that was our thing. So we were joking tonight because some heavy storms went through my parents' neighborhood. Um, and she said, you know, I wish you were here. And I said, I wish I was too. We could play Scrabble and eat Klondike bars. And she said, are you going to bring the Klondike bars? And I said, I can't actually buy the Klondike bars because I have no self-control. There's no willpower there. And if I buy a pack of Klondike bars, they'll be gone within a couple of days. Like, mm. I can't stretch them out at all. Like, there's no well, self-control. Are we just just want to say that there's six? Yeah. Like, do you How? think realistically you could eat them in two days? Or you would eat them? Or do you think you have some uh, modicum of self-control? Honestly, I, I don't know that I could. I could probably eat two at a time, but I can't say I think 
I could eat more than that. I feel like I feel like it would take me at least three days. But you also, you know me, I'm not. I have to be in the mood for ice cream. It's not something that I can just I'm always, always eat. Uh, I but feel like, like I, there is ice cream in my future now because we're talking about it. And I haven't had it in a while. So <laughs> like that's what you're gonna get. When we're that's done what here. I'm thinking about. Yeah, just what I'm what I'm gonna eat. But that's usually what you're saying. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Let's get out of here. I'm. I oh yeah, sustenance. It's snack o'clock. We crave sustenance. It's snack o'clock. We gotta go. It is. We gotta watch Kim's Convenience mm-hmm. or uh, Disney food blog videos, <laughs> which is not great when you're hungry. No, no. Like what? Not it, ideal. Wasn't it Natalie yesterday in her nearly catatonic state after not uh, sleeping the night before? Yeah. Where she's like, can't watch these videos. I'm so hungry. <laughs> and then I made her dinner, and she ate it all, but she was practically laying on the table while she ate. I was honestly worried because I gave her apple slices and she was going to choke on them. She has fallen asleep while holding toast before. I I know, but she literally was up for like, what, how many hours? 36? She was, yeah, she, she, I'm not even sure she made it a full hour of sleep the night before. It might have been half an hour. But so. yeah, that's she also fell asleep in her high chair and we held baby Haley over her. Mm-hmm. So she has a history of falling asleep around the dinner table or while eating. So yeah, well, I was trying to tell her tonight that cause now she's sort of like on edge about not being able to fall asleep and, and worried that it's going to happen again. And you know that's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy there. The more anxious you are about not being able to fall asleep, the more likely you are to keep yourself awake because you're anxious about it right so i was trying to tell her you know you're gonna you're gonna self-actualize this if you worry about it too much try not to think about it just deep breathe focus on good things um but i said remember that this is a somewhat rare occurrence she has this has happened to her a few times now although nothing was as bad as sunday night was um but it seems to be like maybe when she's coming down with a little bit of the sniffles or something, this tends to happen. But it's still very rare. And I said to her, you have been alive for thousands of days. Right. Which means that you have fallen asleep. Thousands of times. Thousands of nights. Sometimes multiple times a day. So the fact that it has only happened to you three times in your life that you have had this it's kind of minute. Trouble, it's rare. It's, it's very small. But the more you worry about it, the more likely it's going to happen. So... I, I do feel for her because as a grown adult who knows full well what I have to do to be able to calm myself down to sleep, it is hard to stop thinking about the things that are making you anxious, including the sleep itself. So I'm sort of like, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully she has a good night tonight. Yeah, I hope, I hope she does. She 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 did better last night, so I think she'll be okay tonight. She did better last night because she her body made was her exhausted. Yeah, so we'll see. For minute ninety eight of the movie Twister, we are starting with Dirt Face Bill. Dirt Face Bill, uh, Forest Face, for, Forest uh, tongue tongue hanging out of, of Bill's face. But we're about ready to watch and listen to. Bill and Joe dive out of the Dodge pickup. He's thinking about that hot dog you think about. (laughs) And successfully. Into the razor sharp corn. Right. And allow Dorothy to make her grand entrance. Yeah. uh, If Joe remembered to unlatch the lid. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. I don't know. We'll find out. I haven't seen this movie yet, so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's take a listen. 
baby, she's flying! Mission accomplished. What do you think? I have thoughts. You have thoughts? Oh, Again. here we go. All right. Go. Not going to be happy about this. Let's, Why? Uh, Why do you always say something negative? <laughs> it's, it's just my always negative. It's not always. Right, the first thing I want to point out, man, is it super sunny <laughs> when they jump out of the vehicle. It is. Uh, a bright God, sunny it day. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be a minute run. of the Solid F2 podcast if we don't point out how bright and sunny it is during these uh, immense thunderstorms racing across the plains. But okay, so back at the beginning of minute 98, here we go. This is yet another view where I think to myself. How are they not hitting the tornado yet? Yeah. Yeah, like, I know. Look how close they are. But right here. Yeah. I feel like I, I want to be able to like frame by frame be like, okay, they repeated the, the digital corn here and here. Yeah, yeah. Because they clearly did that. Like there's a one take of them driving through a cornfield in the bright sunny afternoon. And then there's a digital version that they, I don't know if did with a green screen or what, but they, they so, mesh those two together. They're so close. At least it is windy. There on that view, yeah. it's windier when they're looking. Not at their really faces. windy right there, though. Are the sensors lit up? Do they have lights on them? It looks that way. Yes. Did they ever have lights on them before? When we saw them before, I don't I feel like they don't were recall ever lit up. Also, they sound like a million fairies being released. They twinkle. It's twinkling. It's, it is twinkling. I, I love that red. Like, that's a cool render, though, that they mm -hmm. show them propagating throughout. In real research, though, that's not how it works. The data just never works I, I, the first time. I remember Trust this me, is... as someone who has done experimental data gathering, like, there's always like, oh, we, we can't maintain a connection. Oh, this cord's loose. And oh, nope. I, I, <laughs> I don't ask this question in terms of I don't think this is possible, but it's hard for me to wrap my head around what of the those communicating with because this is the mid 90s i assumed it was radio transmitting. radio transmitters that was what i assumed, okay yeah so they have to be close enough to, yeah, to well, grab they the are, data yeah. i i, I know yeah. that's what i was trying to figure out because i obviously there's a way to do it because things like this have no, been done sending it up to the cloud and those not, are i was gonna say there's no there's <laughs> not commercial wi-fi out in the field there's no bluetooth technology I highly doubt each of those little things has like a satellite connection. No, it's it's got to be a radio, radio RF transmitter, yeah. receiver. Um, and I am going to say something positive. But go for it. When we get there, I will. Okay. Well, we started again at the beginning of minute ninety-eight. It, it's this is I think the one time before we did this minute by minute and really focused on thing. This is the moment here coming up where I was like, why is it so bright? Right here when they jump. Like, look how bright it is. I mean, it is a clearly sunny day that they're back, filming like, on this. Seconds. Yeah. Here's my thought. Okay. When they filmed this, I know you said that they really did drive through, but I don't think here they did. No, that was digital. Yeah. That's real. Like there. That is That's real. real. Yes. But when you're seeing a close up of them just like standing waiting to jump, that truck in real life, they were not moving. They were just. No, and there. I think that's why we're having the weird depth. Like, also, like their hair's not blowing. Like nothing looks like. No, they definitely in did a real life driving through corn, and then also like a digital version of it as well, yeah. that they kind of mesh them together. Why do they all have lights all of a sudden? That they, is... maybe they're activated. Maybe that's so when the pressure gauge releases the lid, it activates all the sensors. So why didn't the ones rolling down the street when they were released were none of those before? lit up? No, I don't. They don't well, because it wasn't an 
it wasn't a you're, you're reaching uh, yes i am <laughs> it wasn't a pressure gauge release of the lid it was a mechanical failure of the lid so it didn't activate oh. the devices there's an if then statement yes that's exactly there. what it is yeah all right um my nice thing bill paxton has very nice teeth when he smiled here. May he rest in peace. And I think because he's sweaty and grimy, his teeth look like even nicer. Like they're even like whiter, satin in a dirty face. Do um, they do a close up on him? Yeah, here? she forces, she like grabs under his chin oh, yeah. kind of aggressively, let me just say. Like, you don't just grab she, someone's She should have asked, chin, for, like, asked permission. Rip their jaw off. Or like it looks like she's trying to turn him to kiss him. Like yeah. turn his face, but she doesn't. Like right here. Rawr. Look how nice his teeth are. He's got some. Nice when his tongue's teeth. not hanging out. Look, he well, he kind of looks like he's growling there, but yeah, he like does. he's got nice teeth. Um, they they're about to embrace very romantically. No, they're about to realize they should step away from each other, and maybe pay attention to the the tornado, tornado that's that like fifty close yards away from there. Just picked up the vehicle they were in like it was a toy, right? And they don't seem to like need to focus on that at, at all in any way. No, but, they don't. They really don't. Uh, is there anything else from this minute you wanted to uh, dissect and discuss? Uh, no, I don't need to dissect it. I just want to say I, I like the music in this minute. Yeah, it's very good. Very, very... Uh, we, we've reached the point in the movie now that you feel like it's a success. And like you could figure out a way to just end it there, but they decide to go the dramatic direction. That was not very climactic. Well, they, it was a success. That's that's that could be the it, end. Yeah. I'm not saying I want it to be the end. I'm just saying they could. This have. is why you don't write movies. Well, yeah, you're right. Mm. But that we are in the cornfield. Yeah, ready, ready to rock and roll. And now we're about to. I mean, I think they're about to realize they've made some bad decisions here. They're about to realize that very quickly. Yes, so. we're about to see Bill and Joe run for their life as. All kinds of other debris is thrown at them, and they debris. race through barns and outbuildings and eventually decide to anchor themselves to some pipe. Why don't you just give it away? Well, spoiler. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. That song was not featured in the movie. No. It was not. All right. Any, um, anything to add from the world of murder mysteries or? Um, I, I watched one that was based in. Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. A little closer to home than the UK. Mm -hmm. It was from 1984. It's a good year. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I won't bore you with the details since you seem concerned when I do that. <laughs> concerned for my own life, yes. So, yeah, you, we talked a little bit about it, but your uh, your family home where your parents still still live uh, impacted by severe storms this evening. Yeah, tornado warning. Tornado warning. Had to go down to the basement. Lights flickering, lots of wind, uh, no yes, no damage. No, though they had um, debris on their porch, but nothing that caused damage. And Did they mention they, if there was reports of uh, funnels or anything like that? I don't think that they've looked into it yet. It's it's only been it was an a hour pretty or strong two. system. Yeah, it was a very strong system, and they were smack dab in the middle of that tornado warning zone. Um, but yeah, they they. And then the second wave just came through here a little while ago, and my mom said it was less windy, but lots of lightning and rain. And what was it like? Thunder. It was less windy. Less windy. 
But uh, as far as I can tell, they didn't lose any trees, which is oh, the big thing good. for them yeah. because they there's a tree line at the back of their property and big storms tend to knock those trees down fairly regularly and then they have to go down there and chop them up and it's a whole big thing and it's a lot of work for them when those trees come down. So A few days ago, um, very well-known storm chaser Reed Timmer caught amazing video of the Andover, Kansas, which I believe it was classified as an EF3 tornado. Uh, I believe, thankfully, no one um, was impacted. It, the, the video that I saw of his as it raced through uh, a housing complex, I believe no one ended up um, passing away from the incident. But it was some incredible, incredible footage, both on the ground and via drone. So if you haven't seen any of that, definitely want to check that out. Uh, it was a very powerful system, and it's incredible footage captured by Reed and, and, and the group with him on this uh, storm chasing journey. And you, know, you can find it on throughout social media, but really incredible, incredible footage. Well, I, and I do want to point out there is, um, there was a recent tragedy where three Oklahoma um, state or sorry, university of Oklahoma students were killed um, after Storm chasing. Oh, was it? Was it a part of a storm chasing? It, they they were killed in a car accident. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Because of a tornado, but they but were they were on all the storm chasers because they were storm chasing. They were three meteorology students. So it was Nicholas Nair, Gavin Short, and Drake Brooks. Um, so our thoughts are with their families. Yeah. Um, very sorry and, for and friends, and that is a very sad thing. And um, you know, just thinking about them. Yeah, that's tragic and anything anytime that happens to a community you you hate to see it and i i had i think i might have seen that in passing but i forgot about it so I, I i don't think i realized it was while they were out i think i read that that there was a, unfortunately a car accident yeah. i didn't realize it was I, during it or after it they were af it was while they were on their way back afterwards this past friday night pretty late at night mm. and uh it was an accident with a truck it's on a road so. horrible the hydroplane. So be, be safe. Those of you that are out there driving, but roads are no joke. Um, I've read and I, and I don't, I don't know that in any way that this is related to that accident, but I always think of it when I hear of people hydroplaning, I, I have read, you're not supposed to use cruise control mm. in rainy situations. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I just always keep that in mind when I am personally driving in a rainy situation. So do whatever is safest for you. All right. Well, yes, our uh, our thoughts go out to their friends, family, and the uh, university and storm chasing community for the the tragic loss. And we're we're deep into that time of the year now, where there's some significant storms kicking up and a lot of opportunities for research uh, and media footage, photography of these events. And we just hope everyone uh, takes the proper precautions and is as safe while doing uh, these very important uh, ventures. I, I do want to say, because I thought of this the other day, you were not with me, and then I forgot to say it to you. But I don't know that we've ever had an April here in eastern Pennsylvania with as little storm activity. Yeah, we didn't we have a lot. The other night, Sunday night, we had a thunderstorm pass through overnight, and was that it for all of well, April? I think the time of that, it may have already been May. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It, it was probably two or three in the morning, so it was probably already well into May first. Yeah, if we had anything in April, it was 
very, very I don't recall a single minor thunderstorm. No, I don't. And I don't know that that has ever happened. We always get something. Yeah, we usually have a, a pretty a, a, an active spring for this area of Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, we're we're not obviously getting any supercells or or very literate, little if any tornadic activity, but we do enjoy our our severe thunderstorm and uh, you know the occasional flashes of lightning and and rumbles of thunder. But we have not had any of that yet, and here we are in early May, uh, May the fourth. So. All right, I, I think that's it here for Minute 98. Again, we will not be d- recording episodes next week, the week of May May, uh, May 9th, 10th area. Uh, so do want to put out there early. Happy Mother's Day oh, to you. you and to anyone else celebrating. And we will be back in about two weeks for Minutes 99 and the big 100. We made it to 100. And we only are doing about 110 or so of these. So we are very close to the end. I I am happy about that. I love you, but I want to stop this now. (laughs) (laughs) You hear all the love and support I get here, people. I've gotten into my snack time, and I regret my decisions. Yes, you did agree to this two years ago. I don't think you knew what you were getting yourself into. You caught me in the middle of a pandemic. I was was making poor choices. The the decisions we made during March and (laughs) April 2020 will come back to haunt us forever. Right. All right. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 podcast. This was Twister Minute 98. We'll be back in two weeks with Minutes 99 and 100. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Too many